2: You're listening to Let's Eat In. Today is a beautiful, unseasonably warm Monday in Brooklyn, and uh, we're here at Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathy Irway. And today, I wanted to bring back a guest who uh, had a recent milestone, and uh, I just wanted to share this wonderful phenomenon. It has been going on now for 10 years. It is now a national sensation, and it all started in Brooklyn, and that would be the Chili Takedown. We've got Matt Timms.
3: Hey, everybody. And thank you, Kathy. That's a big deal for you to say that. No problem. invite me on. That's so nice.
2: Yeah. Well, you've been on the show, but usually with other people before. I know. Yeah. And last minute. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, I just want to say happy birthday.
2: Thank you. Your birthday um, party was
3: yesterday. I'm so glad to be there.
2: It was It was pretty amazing.
3: Dude, I felt like a celebrity. Everybody was. Uh, who was there was super special. Yeah. It deserves that.
2: Well... You're super special, too. Oh, I I was on a
3: list of really rad people. Robert Setsuma was there? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) What's your BFF? Uh,
2: It was a really good uh, uh, spread of food and people. I just, I can't get over it.
3: Oh, man, I should have brought something.
2: I don't know what to say still. I'm still surprised. Yeah, surprise parties. I'm still surprised. It's my
3: dream to have somebody give me a surprise party.
2: Okay. Uh, When's your birthday?
3: December 29th. Yeah, you won't be there.
2: No, well everybody's birthday is around that time. It's crazy. Us
3: Capricorns get shafted. Yeah. We don't get nothing. There's
2: another important birthday a few days before.
3: Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's right.
2: No, that's tough mm-hmm. sharing it.
3: Ew, I know. No, I get sherry gifts. It sucks
2: both. Sherry a lot. gifts. Uh, well, um well we'll have to see about that. Well, yeah, Maybe I just special. issued a
3: protest and I hope your listeners are listening. December twenty-ninth, people.
2: <laughs> nice. Um. So, tell us about the evolution of the Chili Takedown. So, the first one was really 10 years ago. Yeah. And you had the 10th one this uh, just a couple of weeks ago at the Bell House. Yeah. It was like pretty much one of the biggest and baddest one yet. You said, you were yet.
3: judging, and you said it was the biggest and baddest yet. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate
2: that. It was. That. And the Chili contestants, a lot of them were old-timers, and some of the, a lot of them were new. They all had very different, unique chilies.
3: It was thirty different chilies, mm-hmm. and yeah, there was about ten people who've been with me since forever now. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, when I did it ten years ago, it was in my half
2: of them were really bad. No, I'm just kidding. Oh well, that's oh! the that's the
3: good thing. Fucking, it Sorry. better be it better be bad. Mm-hmm. I want to see bad and good. I want to have that conversation. I If totally everyone's did, too. super amazing at the same level, then no one's talking or learning or mm-hmm. you know meeting and or if do all everyone's those a
2: real chef. Which I know that's something that you feel strongly about, making it, uh, you know, keeping it real, having it amateurs only. That,
3: and typically I don't enjoy the company of most chefs. That's funny. I don't know if that's entirely true. There's some rad ones out there. But first of all, here's a thing that I learned. Mm -hmm. There was a list of top ten professions wherein there's a huge propensity for psychosis and and, uh, (gasps) psychopathic behavior. Oh, God. Somebody quantified it, and I don't care who. Is you a radio
2: show hosting?
3: No, you're cool. But chefs aren't. They're number nine on the list. I knew it, and I knew it because I had a chef roommate, and he was psychotic, borderline psychotic. I felt in danger at least three times when I was looking with that guy. Wow. I walked in on him masturbating once, and that was (laughs) not good kind of ruined
2: our relationship. (laughs) I wouldn't get that mad, though. I'm not a psychotic. God. I mean, give him, I don't know, a break. Um, But, uh, I mean, nothing against, like, chef-driven events, tasting events that are so popular now and common. Um, Something about, like, the whole presentation of seeing um, the chef and their enormous crew of people putting together these bite-sized, incredibly... Uh, component, uh, you know, just very composed, very precise little bites of food is, I don't know, it gives me, uh, it makes me feel overwhelmed and kind of weirded out and... uh, (laughs) Like, I don't deserve this or something. Well, and that's the
3: great thing is that they work super hard on it. Mm-hmm. They're making incredible chili that's, I don't know, sometimes generations old. Families, yeah, you know, family old recipes. A lot of people were doing that. And then other people who were just perfecting over, you know, weeks and weeks or months and months. Trying yeah. to just get the perfect the perfect bite of chili And because you're only getting one bite. Mm-hmm. And I just love the science, which I don't understand, of how heat develops in your mouth, if it's going to be a spicy chili, especially. Mm -hmm. And I was on your show once we were talking about hot sauce, and it's the same thing. Where, like, if a a spicy thing hits you in the front of the mouth, and then times to go into the back of the mouth, that's a real process that's entirely to do with cooking timings and when you put in the spices.
2: And And it's really interesting when you... Taste a series of chilies and how they affect you differently.
1: Yeah,
2: um, because some really get you from the start, and you might not notice the others that that kind of like linger and grow on you. I had but a you great
3: I had a great recipe. I just made it. It was from Cook's Magazine. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna lie, I just followed the recipe to a T. But it was their latest mm-hmm. vegetarian uh, veggie chili, nice. which everyone would mostly call. Um, b- are we even allowed to swear on this show probably not i shouldn't let's uh, be cool
2: what is what okay
3: i was gonna anyway my point is <laughs> i just lost the flow <laughs> is that um i made this chili and it, the, their main ingredients to make it meaty uh uh-huh. like walnuts and bulgar wheat and then ground up shiitake mushrooms for the um- umami Ooh. i know it was actually really amazing and it. Filled up really well in the bowl. It didn't look like a bunch of vegetables all Mm -hmm. crowded around each other. And
2: it didn't look like fake meat. It didn't look like fake meat. And it
3: wasn't, they didn't even try to go there. There was no soy. Mm -hmm. Loved it.
2: Good idea. really good.
3: Yeah, I was totally impressed. I have to go to your recipes site again. I went there a little Uh, while ago and had a breakfast.
2: I haven't made too many chilies lately, but now I really want to that it's, uh, now that it's winter officially. Your site is
3: so good for recipes because they're so easy for me to do. Thank you. I think they're amazing.
2: Thank you very much. So what's next for the Takedown series?
3: The cookie takedown. The poster just came out, and it's of these guys sitting around a pentagram, but the pentagram is also a cookie, Mm -hmm. and one of them has sliced all their heads off, I mean, up to their brains. Their brain cap is off, and their brains are embedded in the cookie, and they're worshiping it naked in this This. Sacred satanic rite, and I got this artist Luke Ramsey to do it. It looks amazing <laughs> and it's really scary, but that's not the point. I guess the point is that the actual event is mm-hmm. December 16th. 30 different cookies,
2: 30 different cookies, bullet
3: bourbon sponsoring. So there's going to be free eggnog bullet bourbon eggnog. Oh.
2: That's so great. It's super holidays-ish. It's very holidays-ish. Yeah, it's good. You know, I never knew about the holiday uh, tradition of making a lot of different types of cookies at once. That's like a Midwest thing. And when I went to the Midwest a couple years ago for Christmas, um, I witnessed this at several households.
3: What? That they were making tons and tons? A
2: spread of various Were they all going in the oven at the same time? Yeah, they're just like out there in the kitchen all the time.
3: You know, for my money, have you ever had just a really well-made sugar cookie... Uh huh.
2: Yeah. Perfect. Has has that ever won the cookie takedown? No, but wouldn't that be nice? That would be really interesting. Little
3: perfect, you know, drop of simplicity. Mm One, it's always it's hard to resist. It is, but -hmm. then you see people just go to the nines and make these like deconstructed Oreos,
2: and they really do. I mean, they this cookie takedown is insane. If you're if you're a baker or just a sweet tooth person definitely check out this event because people go insane and what was the last one that won the cookie takedown to
3: be honest i can't even remember it was too
2: crazy it
3: was it was a lot of crazy. it probably had
2: avocado it's always a in it and bacon and
3: yeah well that's the thing they definitely baking with some interesting stuff
2: yeah. and that avocado takedown
3: yeah i just love that people are using avocados as avocado butter. it probably had chili in it Ooh, chili and chocolate is always mm. perfect Somebody was know. telling me the other day they just wanted chocolate chip cookie with salt in there. Probably happy. had
2: Brussels sprouts in it.
3: Ew. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. It was a blue <laughs> cheese cookie once. I had was talked it good? about it. It was years ago. I still talk about it it's too much. It's become a talking point because it was so rad. Yeah? It was awful. It, it, was, it was just rad that it was there. Oh. I think oh. it added to that, you know, the the variety.
2: Okay. Do you have a favorite cookie that was ever no. made? <gasps>
3: No, I don't. I never do, and partly because lately... He doesn't
2: eat them. I don't no.
3: eat them because... Because he's too busy right
2: being the host.
3: I got a present for you, though. Okay. It's the It was the 10th anniversary of the Chili Takedown Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago. And so 10 years going, and I got you...
2: A T-shirt! A
3: T-shirt. But it's a T-shirt of me rising out of a bowl of chili like a god. And there's it women is. that are cowering. <laughs> and there's like... A, there's a cow head flying out and, and is it's this the same Aunt, thank you women so much small, Women it, it, small I, it's still too big for you
2: this is perfect uh, it's cool right especially after eight more chili um <laughs> so it is this the same illustrator that you always use because no no it's a, this this is is a different rad. guy he's, okay. he's
3: from ugly americans uh mm-hmm. aaron augenblick he's he does this incredible augenblick studios he does tons of incredible animations yeah and he, he did some art for me because he wanted to he's the sweetest
2: I like how your events are very branded but very um, organically, if you will. like they're not intentionally uh, it's just like your your um, your pillows and stuff that you sell and your your hosting demeanor it's it's like it has its own signature. it has a lot of fun and a lot of irreverent uh, just humor to it.
3: Well, I hope but somebody I don't buys those pillows. It's Christmas time. People should buy those pillows. They're yeah. monsters eating junk food. They're perfect pillows.
2: They are They are great pillows. Are you selling them for the holidays?
3: Yeah, I am. 20 bucks Brooklyn
2: each. Brooklyn Flea? Will we see oh, you there? Oh, I no. want to go
3: do Brooklyn Flea. No. Okay. So can...
2: these are handmade pillows and they're really special and they're made with love um, by Matt Tim's do you... in Brooklyn and you should totally get them from Chile, or the takedowns.com. Yeah. Okay.
3: Do you ever... um? Thanks.
2: That was really nice of you. <laughs> yeah.
3: Little plug. Um, Do you ever think about being on TV?
2: I don't like being on TV.
3: Don't, don't like it?
2: I, I... Yeah. You'd
3: be amazing on TV. No.
2: I like being behind the... Uh, just on sound.
3: Oh, I was going to tell you to do this thing, but... Okay. I had such a bad experience that maybe you shouldn't do it. It was at the Food Network. They were doing a show called Next Food Star. The food... And I blew it because apparently... You should be a chef. They had me fill out a questionnaire. Oh,
2: you should totally but, be the next food star. I don't know,
3: because then they, you know, isn't Guy Fieri one? Yes. I don't know if I'm a Guy Fieri. No. And I think you gotta be. Oh. But I don't know. Maybe I'm a Guy. That's Fieri. That's really funny
2: that you tried out.
3: Oh man, it was miserable. This woman, she had, she was telling me all these jokes to lighten the mood, and they were just soul destroying jokes, like something about like, you know, uh, something about pillows and headlines. Corduroy, does that sound familiar? What corduroy? You're you what? What's so great about the corduroy pillow? It's making headlines. Oh she, she my just, god! It, it was that level too. She gave me a couple, and I was like, oh, I'm so depressed. I don't
2: want to talk. I'm to almost you. like curious to try out for one of those crazy shows just to get a sense of the inner workings of the Food Network and how they, yeah, choose. Who
3: they choose, right? Why? Well, they were looking for a chef, clearly, because they asked me all these questions that would be Fier- softballs Fier- to Guy you. Guy Fieri's
2: not a chef, though. I thought he was. I don't know.
3: Oh, I think he's just a... If he's just a dude, then I a got douche. a shot. Yeah. Because if he's... But he can't... I think he's a
2: chef. I don't know.
3: I don't know either. I mean, all I see him do is eat food, and anyone can do that.
2: I, I once read somewhere that... Uh, <laughs> like, it was like a joke, and it was like, uh, what's that brand that's like... Uh it's like badass like flames and some clothing brand that's like
3: uh, oh. Uh, oh is shoot. it a metal brand?
2: Yeah. It's like clothing. Uh,
3: but it's really extreme. Darn it. Oh, but that's what he wears. Yeah,
2: and it was like this is like Is it Ed Guy, Hardy? Ed Hardy, that's it. Thank you, Joe. And <laughs> it Hardy, was like right. Guy Fieri is living proof that Ed Hardy has finally manufactured human beings. <laughs> I don't know much about his food philosophy otherwise. I
3: know his restaurant got slammed, but man, I want that guy to work. Because that is a real, that restaurant could be great.
2: I don't know much about it. I just
3: know it's sucky sucks. I mean, you probably saw the article. I
2: heard it was bad.
3: It was bad. I'm sure it's been talked about a lot. Maybe he
2: should have more chili on the menu I think day. he
3: well I'm sure he has chili <laughs> but the point is I guess he cuts a lot of corners and that stuff all sucks, which is a shame because yeah. that is an opportunity the world's greatest city world's greatest gastro pub, or uh-huh. however they're marketing it I mean that's what it should be he's the expert on crappy American food you'd think that he'd get it right oh, <laughs> with all the so money boned. behind it
2: too and I hear
3: he's an awesome guy and he parties hard that's another reason I think I could have a show yeah because that, that's what it takes I know how to party well maybe hard.
2: give it a try um <sighs> Well, let's cut to a little musical interlude And get back to those thoughts and more With Matt Timms
1: This song is called Kill Me in the Summertime By Dead Stars On the Heritage Radio Network Dot O-R-G Today's program has been brought to you by S. Wallace Edwards and Sons. Edwards Suriano hams are aged to perfection for no less than 400 days and hickory smoked to achieve a deep mahogany color. The Edwards name is well known for its world-class aged and cured meats. Their exclusive curing and aging recipe produces a unique flavor profile that enhances the quality characteristics of Berkshire pork. Optimum amounts of pure white fat marbling contribute to a flavor that's a delicate, perfect balance between sweet and salty. For more information, visit www.suryfarms.com.
2: All right, we're back on Let's Eat In, chatting with Matt Timms of Chili Takedown and... I'm sorry, December sixteenth, cookie takedown, which is the fourth or fifth or sixth cookie takedown. Yeah, it's like the sixth
3: cookie takedown. At least in Brooklyn. Then I've done it in Boston.
2: Boston and other places. Now, how does the Brooklyn crowd or New York City crowd differ from other places, or is it every other place is unique in its own? I'm sure that's true to some extent. I guess it's
3: true to some extent. I don't know. But it's so
2: it has such a history here and the, it's so the main thing is that people
3: are they're passionate here it's crazy that you've got this many home cooks mm. in one town and you go to other places and they talk about oh there's such an amazing food scene going on here and you find out what that really means is that they go to some restaurant because you know slowly but surely more restaurants are cropping up but okay. that has nothing to do with the home cook scene and if they that's happening yeah new orleans i thought it would be amazing yeah. And it was really hard to get uh, cooks, huh. and because uh, they're really enthusiastic about their specific foods, you know. But they're not really going to branch out. What foods did
2: you try there? Chili.
3: Oh, it was a bacon takedown. Okay. But I think they objected well, to the means idea. of... They
2: can do their f- specific foods yeah. with
3: bacon. Well, I try and tone down the fact normally that I'm from New York and that I'm coming to your city, <laughs> oh, and gosh. like, oh, look who's coming to ne- from. From New York, like, you think you're so special. I don't know. There can sometimes be that attitude. really? And obviously, they're totally down with their own cities, Mm. so I don't do that, but I do still think that, you know, sometimes Brooklyn just has the most energy of any other place on earth, especially for something like this. You can actually, I can put the word out, and I have 30 spots filled in a day for the (laughs) cookie takedown with a wait list of 20 people who still want to compete.
4: Oh, that's next heartbreaking.
3: Well, oh, it just means next year I'm going to try and make it a two-day event. It would be like a festival of, of cookies, cookies. A weekend. Sounds like the event. holidays to me. You know?
2: Yeah, and I, I, you know, there's nothing really else. I mean, there might be localized small things, but I don't think on the scale that you do these takedowns, there's other events like that in, like I don't know, uh, New Orleans, and maybe. Oh wait. I don't know.
3: There's tales of the cocktail and all these epic things that happen in other cities, but nothing on quite exactly my scale, which is I only let in 200
2: people. There are national kind of like really rigorous and uh, judgy food cooking competitions that happen once a year, like the Chili... uh, Sorry, the Chili... Cook off! What's oh, those the are real, awesome. yeah, the, the real interna- one, the called? real one,
3: International Chili Society. That's right. And there, I think there's an International Chili Association too. But both of them have these massive Super Bowls, Pillsbury and the kinds of people off. that show up are awesome. Yeah, just major, epic, huge food events. There's one in Nashville, isn't there? I'm, the massive barbecue event. You would there's know. all these huge food events. Guga Mooga's coming back, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Are you uh, going to do a, thing? a hot sauce
3: takedown? I hope so. We'll see. We're going to talk. All those guys at Superfly—they do all those events.
2: Oh. oh man, I forgot about the Mooga.
3: Yeah, right. That was that last was year.
2: a weird, like blip in time. Yeah, from the summer.
3: Yeah, I do, I'm so curious as the next. Year. I can't
2: even remember half of it. It was so weird.
3: Oh man, I bet everyone's talking about that. But whether yes, or not they're they're as...
2: signed on to do it for the next four years. I that's believe. why
3: they. That's why they sold back their. Their tickets to all the fans that they're the that were upset that were that which is like everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Gosh, I don't know. They weren't upset at my takedown. I did a takedown there, a hot yeah, sauce takedown, and that
2: was really great.
3: It was all smiles, happy faces. Yes, going through the lines. Zoom. You're in, in a
2: bubble of happiness. Yeah. No lines. Tw- oh,
3: it was so good. Twenty different uh, hot sauces.
2: Yep, and mm. and twenty cooks there, and no big lines, and it was this event where you could judge on them. Whereas the, what what was going on otherwise was huge long lines for chefs tasting bites that you had to pay for. Yeah. from the best restaurants in town.
3: I think they learned it was pretty such fast. An
2: odd, yeah, juxtaposition. Yeah. Oh, oh
3: and Daryl Hall gosh. and John Oates.
2: Oh yeah. Did you see that? No. They're older. I can't believe they were there. That's right. Yeah. Um, so what is your favorite date-like meal these days? Is that the theme of the show? That is the, the question everybody has to answer.
3: The, ah, cause I've answered it before that I don't like to eat. That was my first, you've asked me that before and I said, yeah, you said I don't like to like, eat in front of women. I don't like
2: to eat at all.
3: Now that I got this beard, it is really hard to eat
2: oh. and
3: especially in front of a woman because what if something gets caught in there and i don't know and then suddenly she's pointing at her face as if it's my face and there's this (laughs) depressing pantomime of what i don't know what you're talking about and then you realize that there's egg or you know spinach and just that thought of like correcting your whole face and like that's but Eating no, but it is that's, a natural a, I, thing,
2: you got to do it. No, but not it's in front okay of another to,
3: person that you want to go to bed with. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's still natural to some people who <laughs> are comfortable eat, in their own bodies. That's but not you me. can
2: go to bed with them, <laughs> yeah. You can't eat with them,
3: you're right. But no, but that was my <laughs> old answer. So okay. let's think on this. Obviously, I'll tell you what my favorite vegetable is, and we'll take it from there. Okay, my favorite vegetable is eggplant, <laughs> my favorite protein um is we'll do a little mind kitchen yeah, here sure. you give me I a meal I'll, that i could use exactly. on a date so i'm going to say can't. eggplant my favorite meat would have to be well pork so that's sort of okay. obvious but i love pork uh, uh then we we'll have to have a green so um let's make that asparagus which i think is delicious and and then one more just for I. Th- what's my favorite? Starch. Starch. Okay. B- uh throw out some starches besides potatoes. Uh,
2: uh, pastas, rice,
3: pastas, and things. Uh, yeah, do Um,
2: bread yeah, things.
3: Uh, well, there's some really good uh, pastas out there. So let's say let's say pasta. Okay. Can you give me a yes. dinner?
2: I'll give you a dinner. You're gonna have um. Uh, um, this is
3: good. We've got eggplant. We've got pork.
2: Okay. Got well, asparagus. I'm tempted to say a sort of lasagna with roasted eggplant slices layered in between a pork rich ragu, and uh, you know, obviously the pasta sheets and some nice, some fresh mozzarella to melt on top of that. Okay. You like that or I not? Do, no, 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 I like nah, that because that, that looks like you
3: actually give a crap and you're and you're preparing well, something. I would, if I would, yeah, a plate of spaghetti ain't going to do it. Yeah. And I, how about, I, I how think about, a nice polenta, maybe a polenta pol- okay
2: yeah, Oh, um, You could do, put polenta yeah. in the lasagna instead of the pasta sheets. Yeah. Like as little layers and it'll bake up and it'll be, I think there's a dish that, that is kind of like that and it'll be delightful.
3: Well, you know, at your surprise party, uh, Noah Berlin made that incredible polenta. polenta. But do you know what he put into it?
2: Like, pork fat.
3: A lot of pork fat. Like a lot. And I didn't realize how much until I was told. and It was the most delicious thing It was world. really
2: delicious. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? I was
3: just wondering if every bite was taking a year I'm off my life. I'm not
2: sure why he, he brought a hunk of pork fat. Yeah. And like used a lot of it. And um, it, yeah, put it in like salads and everything. It was crazy. Yeah.
3: Huh. That was so incredible. You had so many talented people there cooking for you. You didn't even get to see it. But it was like Rachel
2: Wharton. Rachel Wharton, Robert Titsuma, Karamasi, Melissa Sands. Those guys. Yeah, Melissa Sands. Lou, David Roderick, David. uh, God.
3: This is a dangerous game doing the shout outs. Chitra Agrawal.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God.
3: But it was incredible. And they were all there in the kitchen making. 20 different dishes. Yeah. And I was just observing because I'm not, I'm not going uh, to, unbeknownst to me, talent.
2: That was the best birthday thing, thingamajig I've never witnessed. Cool. Yeah.
3: I'm glad that party went late, too. I'm,
2: hungo- I'm hungry now. You're I'm hungry. I'm hungover and hungry now. Oh, we're
3: going to get a pizza. Okay. There's a guy who's out there. We're sitting here in Roberta's, and there's a guy out there that I think was in a short film of mine years ago that I shot. And we had to reshoot the whole thing because he was addicted to heroin and he left. I don't know if it's him. I keep looking over at him and he's eating pizza and he looks pretty happy now.
2: Oh, that's good.
3: He ruined my movie, Kathy. Ruined it. We had to reshoot the whole scene. He was playing the bad guy.
2: I hope he doesn't recognize you because that would be really awkward. I think
3: it would either be awkward or give me forget of everything and give me a hug, but I don't think he would actually. He really ruined that movie. I'm Heroin. sorry, to hear
2: that. And are you still an entertainer of sorts and movie director in between doing the, the takedowns and all these great food events? I mean, I try to be, I want to be an announcer
3: and I do sort of like emceeing other people's events here and there and all that stuff. not you
2: in a McDonald's commercial?
3: Yeah, last year I was in an amazing McDonald's commercial and here's the premise. It was Thanksgiving dinner and me and my roommate were sitting in our apartment together and I'd got us a, a massive case of about 50 to 100 Nuggets. And that was our Thanksgiving dinner. And I insisted on, the joke is that I was insisting on giving thanks to every single McNugget. It's, if you think about it, the most depressing premise ever. Yeah. For I mean, can you imagine giving that? Giving thanks
2: to each individual nugget. Do you know yeah. that that's giving thanks to like 200 chickens in each one of those?
3: <laughs> Thousands, because they're all mulched in there. Have you ever seen a chicken <laughs> chipper? <laughs> how, does, how do they make it? Ew and i and the fact thanksgiving happy thanksgiving and you get to it's divided into three shapes right i don't know
2: it's been years it's been years they have three molds
3: yeah they have three molds that's
2: ridiculous it's like a cookie chicken okay oh my god but i'm gonna make chicken nugget flavored cookies at your cookie takedown no
3: you wouldn't be wrong to do that it's not necessarily the grossest thing to do to put meat in your cookie I don't know. Maybe I'm it's riffing. It's a little here. bit of a stretch. I know, but people do with bacon. And people
2: they- will do incredible things, and I can't wait to see it. Who's judging the cookie takedown? December, uh, December sixteenth at the Bell House, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's kind of an amalgus list right now, but I've got a couple people, the, and okay, there's a couple local bakers. Okay. And then there's um, uh, the editor from uh, O Magazine, and uh, nice. Yeah, you know, some fun people, and but yeah, I, I can't give you the list exactly right now. It's just kind of all over the and place. And
2: 30 chefs.
3: 30 chefs. 30 wow. different cooks. Eating 30 different cookies is a very tall order. Yep. And everyone says they can't do it, but then they do it. Yep. And they feel terrible that they do
2: yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it's worth okay. it,
3: though. It's super worth it.
2: It's very holiday like. Yeah. I can't wait. It's I can't wait be to hear about it. And can't wait to hear about the cookies <laughs> that are terrible and awful and wonderful and delicious and strange and wacky. So. Check out the poster at thetakedowns.com. Do check it out. Are tickets sold out yet?
3: Oh, there's only 35 left. I just found okay. out today. Okay,
2: thetakedowns.com yeah. mm-hmm. or the bellhouse. Yeah. I guess that's about all the time we have for today, but hopefully uh, another time, talk about what's going on in yeah, yeah, neck of the wor- hopefully, world. Hopefully next time soon. I can
3: teach people things. Yeah. or Or we can, it could be more, I want to be edifying. I don't know. That was edifying for you. That was,
2: that was entertaining. Thank you,
3: God. Oh, my God.
2: Always entertaining. Matt Timms.
3: Thanks, everybody. Thanks for
2: having. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, everyone, at Heritage. We'll see you next week.
1: Thanks for listening to this program on Heritage Radio Network.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes Store by searching Heritage Radio Network.